0: Come back to me Come to
1: Welcome to the bedpost podcast i of course am your host aaron pym and what i like to do here on the pod is bring fun and sexy guests into the studio to have in-depth conversations concerning sex and sexuality today i'm very excited um both by the person and by the little like (laughs) introduction bio thing she gave me (laughs) i kind of love it it is stoner slut from outer space (laughs) chloe hayes (laughs) (laughs) greetings (laughs) yeah greetings earthlings
0: Hi, 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 hello, Lady Pim slash Erin. <laughs> hello,
1: hello, Miss Hayes. It was just 420. How, how opportune.
0: Well, what I, <laughs> what I did is I <laughs> filmed a little video, but mm-hmm. it was basically me using a dildo while smoking out of a dildo. <laughs>
1: yeah, so you have like a dildo bong situation. Not a bong. Yes. A pipe, dildo pipe
0: yeah i wish it was a bong but unfortunately it's just pretty much a hollowed out dildo um with <laughs> like on the balls part of it there's a little bowl <sighs> and anyways it's pretty effective so i was thinking about like oh should i get my pussy high would that would be hot but there's no way that that's okay to do. I know. You know <laughs> but, what? But I also smoke
1: up your pussy. Yeah, that seems bad.
0: <laughs> yeah, one time I tried to <laughs> Okay, let me just <laughs> let me just laugh about this for a second cuz it's so stupid. One time I did try to get my pussy high, but not with smoke, with vapor. So I have this volcano vaporizer and people who use it or are familiar with that might know that it comes with this sort of tube thing uh, that's called the whip (laughs) and the smoke or rather the vapor travels through the tube and you just kind of suck it out of the tube so i thought maybe i'll try to put the tube (laughs) in my my pussy as one does (laughs) and i was like maybe it would be cool to film it too because whatever so what ended up happening is I got, like, the tidiest bit of vapor in there, and it just poofed out like a little, like, smoke queef. And it was not... Not hot. Not hot, not hot <laughs> no. No, I have this video of my pussy farting with this, like, <laughs> this fucking little trails of vapor
1: coming <laughs> out of it.
0: Oh, dear. Uh, <laughs> So that's a good place to start, I guess.
1: <laughs> so we get a good idea of who you are and what you do.
0: Just the <laughs>
1: story, yeah. I
0: think so, yeah. That pretty much sums it up. Like, you really don't need to know anything else about me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I was wondering that, like, you sent me um, the your 420 video to purview before you posted it. And I was thinking that I was like... Oh, are you gonna like insert the um pipe dildo, you know, in some way? Oh, and, yeah. I, and then that also occurred to me like in a like my next thought was like, Oh no.
0: <laughs> oh no, yeah. No. yeah. Oh, maybe no. Like do not try that at home, <laughs> anybody ever. Yeah. Um, no definitely not uh would be super hot to to make that content however it is not safe and so i not will worth not it. do it not worth no it. no anything <laughs> like that no no that should not go inside of you some hot smoke <laughs> i
1: feel like we should ask about I'd l- i love that we're gonna talk about pot i love that we're sure. gonna talk about um, sexy things content creation things and yeah not um, maybe do you want to tell us like because you are you are like a serious stoner like you are <laughs> like meaning you know a lot about weed like maybe when did you start getting really serious about it like total weed nerd over here people
0: oh my god how nice of you what a compliment (laughs) (laughs) Uh, i feel very um very smart right now i am so yeah i guess what you're saying is true i'm a very big stoner. i'm high right now (laughs) um i think i smoked weed for the first time when i was maybe like 13 but it it was like shitty weed that you get from you know neighborhood dealer (laughs) who is like somebody's older sibling (laughs) so I mean that was that was much different uh later in my life probably in my earlier 20s I rediscovered pot um but I don't think I started becoming like a really informed educated you know cannabis consumer um probably not until mm, five or six years ago Uh Um, and since then I have (laughs) tried a lot of strains I've had a lot of experiences and I kind of like to bring weed into what I do in the world of sex so I don't know what do you want to know Erin what would you (laughs) do you have any
1: question yeah maybe like what are the ways let's go through a bunch of different ways we can incorporate uh weed into sex into sexuality or or even like ds like what are all the what are all the ways we can do this incorporate the two
0: Okay, I love this question. This is really fun to think about also. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So actually, first, I think what might be helpful is just to give people who aren't familiar with cannabis, just a really, really brief rundown about, you know, what strains we're kind of talking about, and what effects that they might have on the body. So I'm not going to go into the particular strains, but we'll just talk really, really briefly about the overarching category. So we've got our Indica, Sativas and hybrids pretty much. Um, If you are playing and let's say you are, actually let's rewind for a minute. Uh, Sativas are more of a head high. They are more cerebral. Lots of people prefer Sativas during the day There are some strains that are compared to having a shot of espresso. Um, Durban poison is one of those. So they're more of an upper. But -hmm. if you're somebody who has anxiety or is feeling nervous or hasn't smoked weed before, even smoking a lot of sativa is going to be probably pretty anxiety inducing. Um, On the other hand, we have Indica so a good way to remember this one is (laughs) indica sounds like in the couch so if you smoke a lot of indica you're gonna be in the couch (laughs) (laughs) um so indica is pretty much the opposite of the sativa right it is more of a body high it is really great before bedtime it's good for things like anxiety relaxation um you know the vibes (laughs) Uh, and then, of course, we've got hybrid, which is supposed to be a mix between the two. However, most hybrid or most indicas and most sativas are a little bit of a hybrid. Hmm. Oftentimes, you're not going to get a pure indica. It might be 80% indica, 20% sativa, but still called an indica. Okay. So, everything you're consuming is probably likely some sort of hybrid. But if you're wanting to get sort of a balance, you do want to be looking for that 50-50, 40-60 split. Um, but, you know, I love an indica-leaning hybrid. <laughs> and so you'll find <laughs> you'll find what you prefer and what works for you best. Uh, but I guess that's just to start by explaining a little bit about what strains are.
1: Great. I love that. And I feel like... Um... Even before we go on with our little list of fun things we can do, fun, sexy weed things we can do. I feel like there's another kind of disclaimer that we should probably have surrounding intoxicants in general and consent.
0: Yeah. Yes. So that was a big thing I was going to bring up later, but yes.
1: Yeah, we may as well say that first before people, you know, hear all the fun things and then turn off the podcast and go do them immediately without without hearing, you know, the important part of this conversation. (laughs) Let's front load it, shall we?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, I mean, (laughs) there's a few things to be mindful of here. Mm -hmm. And I can tell you the ways that I approach things and how to make sure that, you know, everybody has consent and consented and everybody is safe and enjoying themselves. Um, First and foremost, if you are an inexperienced cannabis user, if even if you're like, oh, I've smoked weed before, but you've only smoked weed a handful of times, Mm -hmm. proceed with caution and do not. um, How do I say this (laughs) without being too like, Binary or divisive is so just like, jo- I would refrain from being in a top position. If we're talking about top bottoms, dom submissives, where mm-hmm. it, you need to have a really good grasp and be really comfortable with what you're doing.
1: If you've only smoked pot for a handful of times like maybe you should smoke a bit more before combining (laughs) sex and ds and weed like that's not quite you're gonna really need to know how you react and the types of activities you can do under what strains like you're gonna need to be you're gonna need to do that research just by yourself before you bring in another person who you are you know, taking care of or monitoring, you know, are supposed to be, um, you know, mo- making sure that the situation is safe and, and all of that, like, make sure you know, you
0: on weed first. Yeah, yes. However, yes, absolutely. However, what I really, <laughs> what I really wanted to start with, and how mm. I really wanted to sort of present this is, if you are engaging in any kink any sort of DS dynamics anything where there is a power dynamic anything where there is pain play involved and you are the one facilitating don't be high yeah um I, <laughs> unless yep. this is something that you have tons of experience with just don't be the one getting high um i think if you need to be of a sober state of mind, if you are playing with things that could be potentially dangerous, Um, I think that, you know, in my own experience, when I am using cannabis in a scene with somebody else, that scene has been talked about obviously it has been carefully thought through. I have an idea of how comfortable the other person is with cannabis, how much weed they smoke. Generally, is this brand new for them? Um, Have they had experience with particular strains that made them feel ways that they didn't enjoy? How about strains that they really really like that made them feel euphoric or sexy um we talk about all of those things mm-hmm. uh and my role is and it's kind of a, a cute term that i just use as canadom is <laughs> i'm canadoming mm-hmm. when i am talking with cannabis and when i'm in that dom role um and use doing you know smoke fat stuff i don't get i don't get stoned and yeah. Until the end, truly until the end, when it's about me, (laughs) I might hold smoke in my mouth and blow it. I might, you know, use my vape a little bit, Mm -hmm. but I'm not getting intoxicated uh, because I need to be the responsible facilitator of the scene. However, (laughs) if I have played with this person before, Mm -hmm. if they are somebody who we have established a rapport where, you know, both of us are really experienced. We have done this before. Sure, maybe I'll smoke a little bit during the scene too. That can be a lot of fun. But I am a very long-term stoner with lots of experience. Um, I can... And, focus, a right? and a lot of tolerance. And a lot of tolerance. I can probably... It's my party trick. I can outsmoke anybody. Yeah, you can <laughs> smoke, smoke literally under the anyone table.
1: under the table. <laughs>
0: You know, yeah. it's funny. Don't when try I, to go puff for
1: I... puff with you. Oh my God. <laughs> no.
0: You will be a when I smoke with. <laughs> <laughs> when I smoke with you, when I smoke with Erin, um, I always prepare these like little baby bong hits for her <laughs> so she can handle just a little yeah. bit at a time. I like dose her out. And actually, that's something I really enjoy doing when I'm topping is um part of the canadoming experience yeah. is i'm going to pick what strain you're smoking uh because i know what effects it has on your body because you've sampled it before maybe right yeah. um i am going to tell you how much you're going to smoke i'm going to tell you when to inhale when to exhale so there's some breath play elements there yeah. but again this comes in time. I'm not going to do breath play with somebody that I just met, anyways. Right? Yeah. So, um, for me.
1: Yeah, I think just in general, maybe this is more, you know, this isn't mixing cannabis with sex, might not be, especially if you're the top or facilitator um, or dominant, you know, this would be not a pickup play situation. This would be. You know, this would not be a first appointment with a, a client they've never met before. This would be, you know, um, uh, play partners that you've played with multiple times or clients, regulars that you've had for a long, you know, for At a certain time. amount of time. Yeah. So just in general, yep. I feel like it's more it's just like that little more experienced type of play. Like you just mentioned, just made me think kind of in this context, you just mentioned breath play. Same with me. I would never do breath play either on the top or the bottom with somebody I've never met before or played with before I just wouldn't so that's you know I think um intoxication while doing a scene or sex or or whatever type of play sexy kind of play um you know is in that category of like it's it's a little more advanced type of play so you do it with people where like you said you have a bit of rapport you have trust built up um and you know each other's bodies quite well surrounding you know whatever you're playing with
0: Exactly. And yeah. you know, if somebody, let's say, and just knowing how they are feeling about the scene, if somebody's feeling really anxious, and they have like a really buzzy energy that is distracting to them, or that might bring them out of the scene, yeah. I'm going to lean into indica, I'm not going to, quote unquote, prescribe a sativa, that's mm-hmm. going to amplify their anxiety. So knowing that about somebody and knowing what kind of strains you're working with is so important. Um, when I'm playing with partners though it's a little different right Um, it it depends on the power dynamic it depends on what we're doing but in a professional capacity absolutely even if we're doing uh what I like to call Skype sesh (laughs) s-e-s-h like (laughs) Skype sesh um I'll do like just being a like you know, stoner girlfriend, we'll get high together. That's fun. Mm-hmm. But if I'm doing this sort of Canada even virtually we're doing baby steps and that's just the way that I roll. We yep. can get to a place where you are intoxicated and we play with that, but that's not going to happen on the first session. Not even the second. Nice. Like,
1: yep. I'm the same yeah. way, even with just stuff with like impact play, you know um, it takes a couple times together a couple scenes a couple sessions together before you can you know take it to the next level you know yeah makes sense exactly okay awesome so so with that said all that said let's Mm. what are all the different fun ways we can incorporate cannabis (laughs) into our kink into our sex
0: life into our masturbation perhaps oh yeah okay so i mean i (laughs) i do love playing with intoxication a little bit so especially when i'm topping um if it's i'm going to just speak in terms of my play partners rather than in having a client relationships here um when i'm playing i love to get my bottoms high and i love (laughs) to have them just melt into this submissive goo and I can manipulate that goo however I like Um, and that's a lot of fun and I think it can be really sexy to just bring the energy level down a little bit and I don't know, just focus on sensation, focus on sounds. I think there's a lot you can tap into with your senses when you're stoned. Um, so that's one way is getting, getting your, getting your bottom
1: high. <laughs> I mean, that makes total sense because e- even as a, a topper or dom, like that is a goal with me in a scene sans cannabis you know is to make them melt be a melty puddle by the end, so that makes sense to me that like if you add this uh weed element into the scene, you're like physically literally you know doing that at the same time, so you know what I mean I'm like with the type of d s that I like to do like I liked I want to see people's brains melting out their ears you know throughout the scene, <laughs> so I can see that being very interesting and attractive to like also want to get your bottom high to uh, facilitate that happening to them you know
0: yeah lots of people have that fantasy too of like being intoxicated and getting taken advantage you know yeah that taboo Um, uh,
1: element to it as well yeah
0: so you can really play with that in a safe consensual way um one thing that i personally enjoy a lot is something that i just I I call and lots of other stoners I've heard call it this, but I'm not sure if it has a special term, but a a super hit. So when you take a hit of weed and then you blow it into your partner's mouth so that they get the hit of weed as well, uh, and then they have to blow it out of their mouth. I always just think it's so hot to like kiss somebody with smoke passing through your mouths. Yeah. Yeah. That's hot. a favorite. Yep, that's a good one. <laughs> that's a good one. Uh, <laughs> the breath play we already mentioned for sure. Um, breath you know, control, they're... that kind of thing. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: yeah, very hot. Yeah.
0: The telling people when they can let go of their breath, and you know, as you slow down your breath in that way, you become more relaxed. And like you said, Eric, like it's just so nice to turn somebody into. A puddle (laughs)
1: yep a melty little ball of clay
0: yep (laughs) you know my as a top when i'm topping uh my aftercare looks like um smoking a joint while getting my hair brushed so Mm, we use i use cannabis as a little bit of a but a little bit of like a just a soft i don't know it's my aftercare it helps with any top drop that you might be experiencing. It makes me feel a little, uh, it it makes me turn inward and reflect on the scene. Mm -hmm. Um, There's a lot of energy exerted usually if you're topping and if you're bottoming, but after a scene is done, and that just helps bring that energy level down and makes me feel grounded again.
1: You know, I, I love that you mentioned that. Yeah. Smoking a joint as aftercare. Yeah.
0: Oh, absolutely. Um, it's really, I think it's really intimate sharing a joint in bed with somebody. Um, if you're talking about masturbation, it's a nice treat for yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, I can, I've found in many instances that weed has helped facilitate an orgasm for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just, you know, it relaxes your body, it relaxes your mind. And for people who might have busy minds or, have a really hard time focusing on just the sensation while you're masturbating rather than you know your mind's darting all over the place it's really yeah. hard to focus sometimes
1: yeah that's a great point like a lot of people you know have distracting kind of you know thoughts and and minds throughout sex both sex and masturbation for me like that's not so much something i experience when i'm with a partner but it definitely definitely is something i struggle with when i'm self-pleasuring um my mind goes all over the fucking place so that again that seems really attractive to me to like do you know what would you what would you prescribe
0: dr hayes (laughs) if that was my
1: situation you know for masturbating what kind of a strain would you recommend
0: well first of all i just need to know just disclaimer like do nobody take my advice because i don't know you i know aaron very well yeah (laughs) Yeah. uh do i i cannot and do not actually prescribe any strains to anybody when we when i prescribe i am role-playing as dr hayes we use smoke and medfets sometimes that can be a lot of fun but Mm -hmm. uh this is more of a it's role play (laughs) just (laughs) <laughs>
1: i'm not a
0: real doctor yes yes and every strain is going to affect somebody differently right yes so if i were to say this something might work really well for you aaron somebody else might take it and it's going to be so different for them yeah. um but yeah i mean if you're looking to find sort of more of a balanced focus um i mean i like i said earlier my real go-to is a indica leaning hybrid so something that has a little sativa in it because you don't want to go to sleep um Mm -hmm. you're not looking maybe you are but you just you do want to focus so that will that will balance out the like body the low body buzz the heavy feeling of your body just sort of you feel melty into your mattress or wherever you're you are, mm-hmm. um, but the little bit of sativa will help keep your brain stimulated enough to focus. So awesome. that would just be a recommendation. <laughs> but there it. are certain strains that you know have different effects. One of my favorites are uh, Blue Dream. is one of my favorite strains, and it's supposed to make you <laughs> more creative. I don't know if that's true or not, but I really enjoy the feeling that I get when I smoke it. And I do often create things uh, (laughs) after smoking Blue Dream, (laughs) a.k.a.
1: Yeah, if your Instagram feed Instagram. <laughs> is any indication of the kind of creating you get up to, I'm like, Oh you oh you made that image. You made that little video while high. You made that little like these edits, they're wild.
0: They're so Every fun. Time. It's so Honestly. Fun that I make these stupid little mistakes sometimes because I am high usually when I do my Instagram (laughs) shit so like i made this post that was like you know get to know me and whatever and I went back to it later and it says that I am a top learning switch I am a top <laughs> leaning switch. I was like I guess we're all always learning but like no
1: <laughs> every day's a school day but uh not what I meant that's so funny though that you actually mentioned that because every time you say like oh an indica leaning hybrid I I It sounds to me like, oh, bottom-leaning switch, (laughs) top-leaning switch, (laughs) you know what I
0: mean? (laughs) Oh, man, yeah, and I mean, that is exactly who I am, I'm a top-leaning switch, Um, Mm -hmm. and that might be interesting to to talk about, because there are two different sides of me, for sure.
1: Hell yeah, at least, at the very least.
0: (laughs) (laughs) First of all, how dare you? (laughs) What are you trying to say?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Now in 3D, Chloe Hayes. Um, Okay, let's close. I'd love to talk about switchiness and all of that in the second half. Um, I would love to spend another couple minutes talking about fun ways we can incorporate weed into either scenes or power dynamics or I'm a role play gal. As, as we all know. So my first thought is something like, yeah, I am role playing like a therapist or something. And I'm intoxicating the bottom or this sub. Um, and I'm, you know, I'm giving them a medicine that will maybe I don't know, I do a lot of feminization videos. So like, maybe I'm giving them a quote unquote medicine that is making them you know, feel more feminine, that is like changing the way they act and they carry themselves and stuff, or maybe physically, you know what I mean? I'm like pretending that the pot is like some sort of, it's going to give them tits or something. You know what I mean?
0: If there was a strain of pot that could give people tits, that would be, uh, are you kidding me? I would have tits down to the floor by now. (laughs) um but yeah okay so i also love a good uh role Role play play. involving cannabis so i love being dr hayes and i like being a sort of green doctor if you will And (laughs) so that is where i will prescribe different strains for different effects um Sort of like you said, but one thing, again, with consent and all the things we discussed earlier, that can be a lot of fun is for, you know, when you're with folks who enjoy midfet and uh, some people who enjoy sort of the anesthesiology part Mm. of it all and like that getting put under uh, a little bit of vapor smoke passed through an oxygen mask can give a little bit of just that I don't know theatrical effect but then you do get a tiny bit of the high and it's that tiny bit of intoxication that makes it feel a little more real it's just fun right yeah um
1: I like you bringing that up because it's like that thing of like yes we are actually using pot but we're also playing up other kind of pretend elements the theatrics of it as as you said so eloquently like you you're 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 also adding on to it some other role play elements like so the pot is there and you are getting a little high but like we're also playing into all of these cool kind of creative um uh like narratives
0: you know Absolutely. You can also get really, again, consent, super important here, obviously, but you can get really creative with CNC, um, Mm -hmm. with people who, you know, you're familiar playing with, but it, it can be a really fun experience to be sort of temporarily intoxicated, more relaxed, more, you know, um, susceptible to the things happening around you and to you
1: yeah I'm a big uh, person that enjoys like CNC as well and and like you know in, in this I think like you know if you're going to look up porn categories it would be under forced in talks right but yeah. you can have a whole spectrum you know um, in that play it doesn't have to be like the uh, most extreme version like for me the uh, vibe of CNC that I enjoy is just like a little bit of reluctance and a bit of confusion and a bit of apprehension. You know what I mean? So it's maybe this like cute person that's just like, uh, is that supposed to be happening? And the top or the dom is like, yes, sweetie, don't worry. You know, (laughs) it's all normal, blah, blah, blah. And you know, like that vibe. So You know, something like forced in talks, quote unquote, doesn't have to be like, you know, that extreme version of CNC. It can be kind of just like just a little a little touch of this, a little touch of that.
0: I agree. I think that also with that, it can be really fun to play around with bimbo vocation. Yeah. So instead of like literally your. Becoming a bimbo because you're, you know, you're (laughs) You're losing your ability to form. Yeah, you're getting high, form (laughs) sentences properly, think about things quickly. So you can turn into a little bit of a dumbass. And that's a lot of fun. Yeah. Like dollification. Yeah. And like just. It just makes the bimbo experience too like oh, just more real you're it yeah. you can you don't you're not pretending you are literally feeling stupid. <laughs> <laughs>
1: i'm love it. i also picturing like you could incorporate no, not that i'm a huge hypno kinkster or anything but i feel like you could really incorporate weed into like inducting someone into hypnotizing you know what i mean and again oh, yeah. amping up that role play element um maybe you're just role playing hypno if you don't actually know how to hypnotize somebody that you know every time they inhale they're falling deeper into whatever you know what just like like some sort of a role play induction like that too I'm thinking
0: I love that yes yeah. I love to play around with hypnotherapy type of yeah. themes I really enjoy that um and I love using cannabis in that in that way yeah I really uh I enjoy that awesome okay so
1: I think what we'll do then is take a break and come back and talk about all things switchy What do you
0: think? Sounds (laughs) great. (laughs) Great.
1: Okay. (laughs) So we will be right back with Chloe Hayes, everybody. Let's take a moment to talk about our lovely sponsors, shall we? First of all, ComeAsYouAre.com is a trans-owned, trans-operated sex shop that also happens to be feminist and anti-capitalist. They carry only the best sex toys and want to give you the best price possible. Next time, use the coupon code BEDPOST, that's B-E-D-P-O-S-T, when checking out at ComeAsYouAre.com. Club M4 wants to officially announce that they are back open for Business Baby at 1989 Dundas Street, East Mississauga. Club M4 is the largest sexually charged lifestyle club in the GTA and they are super excited to tell you about their Saturday Couples in Single Women Only events. To keep updated on their events, go to at ClubM4Events on Instagram, or specifically for their kinky events, go to at DepravedEvents on Instagram. And of course, head on down to ClubM4.com to see what a lifestyle club by swingers for swingers is all about. And welcome back. We are here with the stoner slut from outer space. (laughs) Chloe Hey. Hi. (laughs) So this is going to be good. We're both switches. We both like to switch it up on the regular. So I, where should, hmm, I'm thinking, where should we start this conversation? maybe, maybe. Are you able to tell me when you first started switching or realizing that
0: was a thing?
1: Like, your your Pokemon evolution story
0: <laughs> <laughs> of switching. First of all, what Pokemon would I be, I'm wondering now? <laughs> a pink one. A pink one. Oh, Jigglypuff,
1: yeah. because Puff. Jigglypuff. Puff. Puff. Yeah. Oh, my God.
0: I'm Jigglypuff. Oh my okay, God. Okay, So <laughs> um, I would say, let's just say, okay, I think for a lot of folks who, you know, are femme, who are female identified, who are women, um, we are conditioned to sort of fall into a submissive category yeah. and a submissive role during sex. We all know this. Um, so I definitely start, uh, started out in my sexual endeavors as a submissive, right? Yep. And there are things, yeah, there are things that I really enjoy about being submissive, um, there were then, there still are now, that's why I'm a switch. However, um, as time went on, (laughs) a little (laughs) something inside of me switched and i started to become quite a fucking brat <laughs> i feel like <laughs> bratting was the gateway drug yeah to yeah, yeah topping <laughs> i mean it can really be topping from the bottom is what i realized i was trying to do mm, um yeah. but <laughs> i i became quite a bit of a brat and i realized you know why am i bratting um <laughs> a lot I'm not a pain slut <laughs> right or like and yeah. I am not I do not love punishment I would I do not want to have pain inflicted upon me
1: yeah and th- and that's a common reason for people to brat right for bratting, so, so right? that's interesting that you were like that's not why I'm doing it so why am I doing it
0: yeah and I re- and I rarely brought for attention it's not what that about so i was just sort of interrogating that um and i think it was really just to reclaim some of that power out of the dynamic and realizing like i don't always want to be subby why do i always have to be subby and the bratting was sort of a little bit of a revolt (laughs) 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 against that um and it wasn't i think until you know, I started having more sex with other femme folks that I really could come into my topping um, sort of place. Because again, like I said, with with men, with especially cis men, were conditioned to be more submissive, so there wasn't always that safer feeling with people that
1: yeah, our cultured male
0: yeah yeah so uh when I started fucking women more which was like probably in my early 20s but -hmm. then like I wasn't as kinky as I am now um but yeah being in a place where there was a more equal um dynamic to begin with power dynamic Mm -hmm. I feel like I had the opportunity to really like I don't know, transform my bratty behavior (laughs) into (laughs) being a top. Um. (laughs) I love this too, because
1: like, I I love this because for me, I'm a bratty top. I'm a bratty dominant. Um, (laughs) I am not. (laughs) And you are not. Yeah. So it's really interesting. Just kind of all these, all the nuances of brattiness, you know?
0: so now that you say that aaron yes you do know you you so Uh-oh. you do know my am my, i gonna get in trouble yep. Sorry, <laughs> <go on. laughs> how much of our dynamic are we talking about here um so you are quite familiar with with my you know my dom persona my yes. how i am when i talk uh you also know how I am when I bottom but I'm I'm interested to to know Erin how would you describe me as a top (laughs) how would you describe my dawn style a sensual top is what I
1: would say I wouldn't go so far to say soft top but it's like it's in that um it's in that realm for sure a sensual top soft top yeah oh yeah Mommy top, for sure. Mommy top. <laughs> thousand percent. I mean
0: part of that mommy top is like something you're forgetting, is I am very strict about rules. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. as a brat when I switch, I want to break all of them. <laughs> <laughs> I love how it's like it's the perfect like somebody tells me of a coin.
1: What... I love it. It's yeah. two sides of the same <laughs> coin. Yeah somebody tells me what to do and
0: (laughs) (laughs) i'm just like you can't make me don't tell me what to do (laughs) but then when i'm being (laughs) at the top if somebody breaks my rule i will be very very strict and stern and potentially very mean (laughs) (laughs)
1: yeah it's funny yeah i i think i was um i gave a little bit of thought to this actually Um, we had had this conversation, too, when we started talking about playing in that specific dynamic where you're topping, um, And we were having our negotiation conversation surrounding like what we were both interested in. And like this, I was kind of reminded of this because recently we have someone that we would like to play with. And they're wondering what kind of a dom you are, what kind of a top you are. And I'm like, okay, I'm like, yes, like mommy top, soft, sensual top, but verbally... You know, you can be, I think the, if you have, you know, some sadism, it comes out psychologically, verbally, it's not going to be like the physical pain stuff that you're doing, you'll be doing sensual stuff, but you're, (laughs) you will be like, being verbally strict. And like, it's that thing of like rules, but like, (laughs) also, physically, it's sensual. (laughs) I was trying to describe that.
0: I would agree, I would agree. And my punishments are not always very physical. They usually don't revolve too much around pain unless that is something that is desired in the scene to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is more psychological. It is more about you know removing things, taking things away. That is really that mommy-dom uh, part of me that mm-hmm. I'm like, there are consequences for your actions. And you are right, I, with, you know, with pre-negotiated consent, of course, uh, I can really rip into somebody (laughs) (laughs) with my words. And I, like, it really turns me on to just call somebody, like, a dirty piece of shit, Yeah, you know, or like, you stupid fucking whore, you know, just like, yeah or like when somebody gets bumble like babbly and can't use their words like i just like can you not speak you piece of shit like you dumb fucking slut <laughs> um i
1: which lends itself to someone being a high if we're gonna go back to what we talked about in the first half that lends itself like if you're getting them high and then making fun of them and demeaning them for like being like that because they have mush brain that's perfect <laughs>
0: I wonder if you'd ever know something about
1: that. I wonder if that's from personal experience or not. Who's to say?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty funny, but I will say mm. the one thing that I sometimes need to offer correction around is I often will call myself Mommy Don" because I am very nurturing. I Am sort of that, you're right, that sensual touch, that caregiver, but also very strict. I'm a disciplinarian. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I can be quite high protocol in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. So that is sort of where that mommy comes from. I'm not talking about any real sort of age play uh, or any sort of incestual dynamic play. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm not going to play your Your actual mother. I mean, unless maybe we talk about that in a different way. But, uh, you know, I, for me, I like to say it's mommy as in daddy. So if you're thinking about daddy, I'm I'm the femme version of daddy.
1: Yeah. I like how you make that distinction. Um, I do want to say not that there's anything wrong with age play, which I know you believe no. a thousand percent yeah. as well. I just want to make that Absolutely. clear. We're not putting down age players at all, but I do oh, like no. that you're making this distinction between like, okay, okay. Are you using, you know, mommy dom and using mommy as an honorific doesn't necessarily have to mean age play, just like with people that use daddy, this daddy, that most of them are not doing age play, either. Some of them are for sure. But yeah, you're using mommy in the way that most people use daddy, which is not in an age play context precisely you
0: and go. you can you know with different people lots of people will be like i've never called anybody mommy before but then they like it yeah. or some people will prefer to say mistress and i will use mistress or mommy interchangeably uh, in some dynamics right so it yeah. all depends
1: yeah because i think do you you'll go by mistress haze i mean you basically just said you you did yeah. but i th- i think when you have your your little breakdown like on your instagram where you're like i could be this or i could be this it's like (laughs) mistress hayes chloe hayes or mistress hayes are like the two kind of sides right
0: those are definitely my my two personas but to be quite honest like they're both just me and it's just myself being translated differently right i say this in my post in my if i'm you know not mistress mistress Hayes is a smoke fat queen but chloe Hayes is just like a fucking horny stoner those are both yep. true it's the same thing just presented differently so you're just yeah. getting me either way
1: yep and i i like to think that honestly well I'll, I'll ask you specifically because i think you've seen me in enough context at this point to be able to judge i feel like it's just me in a scene no matter what role i'm playing also i feel like i'm I I top and I bottom pretty similarly I don't know I and I feel like it's pretty both of those things are also just close to the way I just am is that accurate or am I way off base
0: no I would 100% agree you have sort of a really fun bimbo energy about you a lot of the time and that gets translated so differently but when you're when you're bottoming yeah this like bumbling bimbo and when you're popping it's this really sort of playful bimbo. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just like so you're a bimbo. It's all bimbo um, though, yeah. Just you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> <You're an> idiot.
1: <laughs> <sighs> <sighs> Buyer videos, people, they're very funny. Um the blooper reels specifically are wild. <laughs>
0: Yeah, for those who don't know, Aaron and I make a lot of uh, porn together and we do a lot of custom orders and shit. And oh my God, my God uh, they are so much fun to make, but like it, it, they're pretty <laughs> hilarious to watch some of them too. So, <laughs> would encourage.
1: Yeah, I would encourage people. I believe this month I'm slowly releasing our first wrestling video and the blooper reel. <laughs> All gold.
0: <laughs> that blooper reel is really, really good. Yeah. I still have to make oh, a blooper reel for
1: the second one. Yeah. Oh, VV, embarrassing. Um,.
0: <laughs> oh that's another way i should have said earlier to incorporate what? cannabis is what? that i also in these wrestling videos by request have got to play a this like stoner wrestling character that is called now the pothead princess and i like get to blow my vape smoke into aaron's face and be like you fucking high, bitch <laughs> whatever <laughs> just like ruffle her and blow smoke around and like be this vape queen. It's so much fun. I love it. It's like, I, and you can ask Aaron, I got just so high by the end of it. <laughs> <laughs> Cause you're
1: just actually vaping the entire time we're filming, which can sometimes yeah. be hours. Yeah. Uh- <laughs> yeah. Defending. <it's this> <laughs> yeah. That's one we didn't mention though. I like that you brought that up. Like just blowing smoke in someone's face as kind of almost like you're spitting in someone's face. Like in a similar with a similar intention of that, of just blowing smoke in their face, like it like a humiliating or degrading or demeaning um, intention to it. I think that's a cool,
0: yeah. cool
1: thing to do as well.
0: I think that's like a, really great like bully, because... like bully vibes. Bully. Yeah. yeah. Because especially for people who aren't into spit play per se, they don't like the texture or the sensation of the spit or there's yep. something around it that they don't like, uh, blowing smoke or vapor into somebody's face gives that same like, pfft, like yep. spit effect. Like, fuck you. I'm yeah. spitting in your face. It's, pretty effective (laughs) yeah
1: oh yeah totally I love that recommendation because for me I'm not a spit in your face type person on either side of the slash so like that's something that is very interesting to me because I do I love a bully role play and I love like you know I love degrading and demeaning on both sides of the slash as well so like that's that's something that would be very helpful if I was a listener per se, Mm -hmm. I'd be like, Ooh, I'm going to try that.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And also do it, if you can do it with vape first, if you're not familiar with the smoke, you don't want to blow smoke in somebody's face. Mm -hmm. They they might not like, you know, the way that it makes their mouth or nose react or something. If Mm -hmm, you, mm -hmm. if you have a vape pen or something, perfect. Unless you know somebody's cool with smoke.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to send someone into a coughing fit. Um, Yeah. Or like in their eyes yeah in their eyes or yeah coughing fit <laughs> mid scene. that does happen though i've been i've had a coughing fit <laughs> yeah, and it's fine that's yeah. fine too
0: also <laughs> hot boxing a room to like set a scene is really fun like making it all smoky Ooh. and dark and it really makes it moody and the whole room feels intoxicating that can be a lot of fun too Ooh,
1: like an ambience kind of you oh
0: know. yeah baby and get the right lighting in there oh <laughs>
1: It's like a smoke machine. <laughs> Suddenly you're at a rock concert.
0: <laughs> love it. You're know, rent me out your personal smoke machine. <laughs> I'll yeah, just, we'll sit just sit in, a in the corner and vape. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I fucking love that too. <sighs> so yeah, I guess that's a good way to describe me as a top. I think, mm. oh, one thing, if people don't know, mm. I am a a very tall giant. I'm six feet tall. Mm -hmm. So I like to play with my height too a lot. Um, when I'm topping, I love the power dynamic that it reinforces when I'm so much bigger than somebody. Mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm. It's really nice to make people feel really small too. And that's part of that nurturing role. It's like, I'm taking care of you. You're so small. Um, you're so little, right? I'm in charge of you. I'm bigger than you. I can do anything I want to you. Um, so that's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. And being so tall is something that actually doing sex work and like content creation and um, has actually given me so much more confidence around Hmm. because, you know, growing up, I was really I was like a beanstalk I just sprouted Mm -hmm. (laughs) and uh, so I was so tall and so that was something I was obviously bullied about for my whole life made to feel that it was a very bad quality lots of boys would be like oh I would just I'd date you if you weren't so tall or you know whatever you get a lot of these internal thoughts that don't go away when you not a kid anymore, right? Sure, stuff like that Um, sticks with you. It does, and feeling insecure, and it wasn't until, like, you know, years ago when I first started dabbling in this, is that I was like, oh my god, wait, I'm not just, like, this weird tall girl, I am Mm -hmm. a, like, goddess, giantess, there are Mm -hmm. people who beg to worship my feet because I am so tall, and now instead of walking into a room and being like oh my god everybody's looking at me it's like i walk into a room and everybody's looking at me and i love making people uncomfortable with my <laughs> height so like a thing before with with like i said boys growing up oh i don't want to do you too all. uh in my later years like i still having that sort of concepts or you know, cishet men specifically making me feel so uncomfortable yeah. because they, I'm, because of their discomfort. Yes. So yep. now I love to harness that like power of making them, like a, a walking into a space full of cishet dudes and I'm taller than them and that makes them insecure. Love that it. power love is, it. oh, it is so good. It is so good. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing <laughs> like it. yeah I mean to be honest I'm thinking about it too like I I always joke that I'm from outer space and like I will call myself an alien and stuff but truly that came from um, an old boyfriend actually of mine in high school when I was growing up he decided to be mean and make fun of me because I was like tall and lanky Mm -hmm. um and he called me a martian because I looked like an alien you know long Mm -hmm. limbs all of and tall and weird right and um now I'm just like oh fuck yeah I'm going to just um Reclaim that and embody it, and I am fucking Martian from outer space. I love it. I love <laughs> it. I
1: didn't know that was the origin of that. I love that you've done that. they have taken the power back, you know, in one of, in a name that used to be catcalled at you. I love that. Yeah, I don't love that so that happened to you, but I love that you. But now you're.
0: Love able to. that you were bullied. I love, love that you were bullied. Love that for you. <laughs> <laughs> you bitch.
1: <laughs> oh my god. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of like if I've ever specifically if I've taken back any things I used to be bullied for. I used to be bullied for my glasses, my huge fucking glasses, um so nerd Ooh. nerd type stuff. I had bad eyes, yeah, all that. I had bad skin, so was skin. I had bad teeth, so was teeth. I think, like, as a young, as a kid, like a young, quite a young person, those were the things. So I'm trying to think. I, like...
0: Same. I'm thinking about all those things. I'm like, yep, skin, teeth, like everything. Yeah. We were the ugly ducklings of our time. Grew up to be swans. Yeah. And I guess that's it
1: more of a, maybe not specifically taking back those names that I was called or anything, but like, just taking back the thing of like, I was I was a cutie then, you know, it's a cute little ki- kidlet then. And I still I still have bad skin. <laughs> you know, I, I'm still blind as a fucking bat. <laughs> um, you know, so like, it, not that those things have like changed. And now I'm Different, but yeah, maybe just in the general way of
0: like people fucking worship me now. You know? Yeah, hell yeah, they <laughs> literally they worship you. Yeah, and that is its own power right there. Yeah.
1: It is. It is like you said, kind of a symptom of sex work that it has given me some confidence back. That you know maybe I did mostly have, but maybe it just filled filled up the meter all the way. Um, as far as really thinking you're you're hot shit (laughs) (laughs) if i didn't completely think it before (laughs) no i know you still have insecurities and stuff right oh self-shooting is a thing um Uh editing yourself is a thing
0: (laughs) my god sometimes it takes like i have to get brave to watch a video of myself Uh, sometimes i'll do a custom and i have to edit it And I'm just just holding my breath the whole time. Yeah. It's... It's nice to do it together though, because as you post all the time on your Twitter, which is so true, is that like when you order a custom, the people who are making the custom get to hang out together all day in their sexy clothes and eat snacks and rewatch the like cringy porn. And laugh at it together. And laugh at it. It's way better than doing that on your own. Oh. It's not cringy. It's only cringy when you watch yourself.
1: Yes. Yeah, it's so much fun to do with another person, which is why people have to order duos.
0: <laughs> like, plug, plug. <laughs> oh, anybody want to see me take advantage of Aaron with, uh, with weed? <laughs>
1: yeah, it's all you got to do, getting our email.
0: You want to get both of us high? That would be excellent. <laughs> that would
1: be lovely, yeah. If you want to pay, hey, if you want to pay us to film ourselves while we while eat charcuterie in lingerie and getting high... We can do it for you. We will, just for you. We'll oh, make yes, it happen.
0: Folks. Get your orders in now. <laughs> There's already lineups around the door. Yeah. Around, the door. <laughs> the, around door. the door. Oh my god, I'm still fucking stoned. <laughs> <laughs> I smoked before this. It's a good strain. Good strain. I, was, I was planning on it to be, you know, gone, the effects, a little bit more by the time we nope. started, but they were not. Which I guess is, proves my point. We have to test things. <laughs> you were still we didn't. pretty
1: high. <laughs>
0: we did I do words good? You
1: did words great. <laughs> but talking of plugs, it is about plug time. So let's tell the people you've got a couple different, you've got clips up in a couple different spots, you've got a couple different social media accounts, and you've got a place where you want people to direct all their inquiries to what are yes, all those yes.
0: places oh my god okay so uh across platforms you can find me my handle is confetti cunt except for on instagram because they hate the c word so i'm <laughs> confetti dot chloe <laughs> um and you can pretty much find all my links in my <laughs> Lincoln bio but you can uh get to my many vids my only fans everything right from there but i do i post um you know full length stuff on many vids i post tons of clips from that stuff on my OnlyFans. if you want any custom content created or are interested in any of the other services uh i provide virtually and in person you can email me at confetti at protonmail.com
1: let's see if i can do the same thing um place you can follow me i'm the most active is on twitter at the lady one if you must go over to instagram i'm at the lady Pam and also at the Bed Post podcast I have a Patreon, that's where all my uh videos of Chloe Hayes are, and that's patreon.com slash the bedpost show. We have a YouTube channel, it's also the bedpost show. And I also uh, don't like to go an episode without thanking the lovely lady who does all the original music for my pod. That is Stephanie Copeland. And you can find out more about her at stephcopelandmusic.com. Chloe Hayes. This has been a joy as always.
0: As always.
1: I wouldn't said
0: that. I thought Ah, okay, I'm going on another tangent you can no, just cross this all out all I was going to say is that um, yeah if you also want to see the content that the lady Pim and I create <laughs> it is also on those sites you can just plug that in wherever you like but yeah, um, yeah if people want to see us do sexy things, and subscribe to my show
1: yeah, and they do want to see us do sexy things uh, why wouldn't they? obviously <laughs> thank you chloe hayes and thank you to everyone who's listening hope you enjoyed this one we will see you next week with another fun and sexy guest here in the studio talking about sex and sexuality on the bedpost podcast get fucked everybody goodbye bye this podcast has been brought to you by the sonar network
0: sonar